This is 680 CJOB. The Silver Heights Restaurant is a staple in St. James. If you haven't been there, you simply gotta go. Friendly atmosphere, great owners, and most of all, great food. Tony and JC came down to CGOB Studios to tell me more about it. All right, so let's talk about Silver Heights Restaurant. I'm so happy I went in. Yeah. Did I ever gobble down those ribs or what? It's kind of... That was pretty quick. I nearly ate my fingers off. (laughs) Let's watch this guy go. Okay, so let's talk about how it began. Let's start from the beginning. It started in 1957. Yep. All right, my grandfather was a cab driver for... Our grandfather was a cab driver for Nash Taxi, Nash Veterans Taxi, um, for many years. And he was... uh, He always liked working nights as a cab driver. Mm -hmm. And the reason for it was he was bootlegging out of his uh, pack taxi. And nobody could figure out why he was only picking all the night shifts. And it was after a while, everybody kind of figured it out. But, uh, and why his sidecar was a, his off work car was a Cadillac. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, he had all the the best stuff. He was the only guy on the street that had uh, the first microwave, the first TV, the first everything, the first washer and dryer. Everything was always, he had the brand new stuff. Anyways, the story goes, he was sick and tired of uh, doing it illegally, that he, uh, a buddy of his named Stan, who also was a taxi driver, mm-hmm. uh, came to him and said, listen, uh, I got a chance to build, buy a restaurant and bar kind of thing, and I need a partner. And uh, with my grandpa said, uh, well, that's what I want to do. I, I, wanted, I don't want to be selling booze illegally. I want to start selling it legally. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and it was legal to sell, right? It was legal. Yeah, I think it was after Prohibition, right? Oh, so, yeah. 50s. Uh, but they needed more money, so they found two other cab drivers, uh, Nick and uh, Toby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so four guys sold all their cabs, borrowed some more money. They had to come up with $7,000 each. Wow. So each sold all their cabs, yep. still had to go borrow money. <laughs> that number sounds back, crazy. Yeah. Right? Back then, that, yeah, that's a lot of money back then. For sure. And uh, Stan was uh, the only guy that had any kind of bartending experience other than all the, all the other three. They had no ex- restaurant experience whatsoever. I can't believe he convinced guys to actually join him in a yeah. restaurant venture when I don't know anything about it, right? Exactly. So, but it was, I guess it was a dream for everybody. Oh, right. a restaurant? Okay, good. So yep. they did it. And they all took their bartending licenses and one was a cook and one was a, a dishwasher. One was a server. One's a bartender, right? And they all kind of put their, you know, time in. And after a while, uh, the two guys got out. They, the, the hours killed them. You know, just, you know, Toby and Nick got out fast. And then Stan and uh, Tony, which Tony's our grandpa, they they continued to go. Now they first they bought. So anyways, uh, the restaurant that the, the place they bought is called uh, it was called Peter Pan Deli. That's where you walk in the front door. Uh, as soon as you walk in the front door, you see like, a little private room. You see the little counter there. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a deli shop. You know, cokes and ch- coke floats and chips and gravy, cherry cokes, all that. And uh, you know, you walk up and you get an ice cream float, and that was it. You didn't want to leave it as Peter Pan restaurant? You didn't yeah, want to leave it well, there's Peter Pan laundromat right next door, so I think that's why it was <laughs> oh, Peter Pan I Deli. It, yes. They quickly changed the name to Silver Heights. Well, it was, they bought that little area, and then the kitchen they built in the back a little bit further, and then they built the bar right where we, we were sitting, mm-hmm. and the, as, that was called the flight deck because yep. of all the, you know, we were on the Hangar Line Road, Sharp Boulevard. It was all the air traffic control, all the air, air the pilots, oh, for sure, the military, yeah. right? Yep. 17th wing was down, so it was called the flight deck. Um, and half that where you were sitting was the dining room, okay? But further north where the, the, the end of the bar is was the, the bar. So they split that bar, 50 seats, in, in two, 25 and 25. One was a dining room, one was the, the bar. 
Um, and they did that for four years until they knocked out uh, Saunders Hardware, which was on the other side of that Peter Pan deli, and, bought, and they made the dining room. So then it was a dining room, coffee shop, and lounge. Wow. Do you guys have any pictures of any oh, yeah. of that stuff? I'd like to see some yeah, of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it started. So then uh, I guess my grandpa and Stan started working together, and you know, was, they hired some cooks and they did whatever. They, who knows what they did. They had a lot of fun. Like the stories that we hear still to this day mm-hmm. uh, like, will blow your mind of what uh, what they got away with. Yep. You know, the gambling and the, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the parties that they had, the, the, the laws that were made only because of the heights, right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, Watch they, out people sitting out back to the club, please come. Kind of like the siren you see in movies. All of a sudden, girls are flipping the trays. It's all legal. It's all. Oh, really? Got the gambling uh, tables out. Yeah. Yeah. That's killer. At that point, you had to have, you had to serve food in order to have a drink. Mm -hmm. There was no, you couldn't just sit there and have a beer like we're, like, we couldn't. Well, you mean like we're having now? Like, we we, 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 (laughs) (laughs) can I say Thanks, Torque. Anyways. Anyways, you had to have food. Otherwise, you couldn't drink. So they had they made one cheese grilled cheese sandwich, or even not even grilled cheese. I think it was a cheese sandwich. They made it in the morning, and that same sandwich went to every table. But they couldn't have a drink without that sandwich in front of them. So one sandwich made it through the that entire bar hilarious. all day. It's anyway, just like wood by the end of the day. Oh yeah, somebody it's would gross. you know by ten o'clock at night, somebody would take a bite out of it finally. You know, and is this what the <laughs> hell is this? You know, why are you putting that on my yeah. table? Uh, just never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that went on forever. And then uh, 64 is when uh, my grandpa, Stan Bashinsky, he wanted out, and he think he moved to Reno or something like that yeah. after that. And uh, my grandpa ended up with his restaurant that uh, uh, still to this day. My dad finally, was, he was 14 at the time, and uh, was able to finally work because the rule was no yeah. no kids allowed. <laughs> and then so anyways, my, my dad and his two brothers couldn't wait to get in there, but they knew the laws, yep. or knew the rules. Yep. And so it was, anyways, 14 years old, my dad, our dad, uh, jumped in there, started washing dishes, couldn't wait. He actually had to sneak in there because the stuff wasn't getting done in the kitchen. Uh, the regular guys weren't doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So he'd have to, after school, and uh, he'd go home do his homework, and then um, when it was time for bed, he'd go with my grandfather and sneak in there and do all the prep, do the cleaning stuff, just because it needed to get done and wasn't Why was he done. so eager to work there? Still same to this way, day. Same way we were doing it. You know, we, mm-hmm. If you want to see your dad, you came to work. You know, that was, that's how we grew up too. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom and dad were there all the time. My sisters were there all the time. You know, like if you want to see family. Go to the restaurant. Put an apron on. Yep. You know, like it's, uh, you know, you're peeling gum off the tables or washing walls or, or peeling carrots, potatoes, you know, deveining shrimp, washing dishes, standing mm-hmm. on Coke containers, uh, just, it was just, that's what you did. And we, you know, we weren't getting paid, of course. Well, we got some quarters to play the Pac-Man machine. Yep. That was our payoff. Pac-Man, I love it. Yeah. I love that the fact that if your friends were coming to your house, they're probably working too, right? If they came to visit us, they yeah. were putting the, here's a rag. Yeah. That's my, my, you, my phone sm- stopped ringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So that's how you guys got involved. Everybody got involved yeah. the same way. Your grandpa yeah. was almost like the last man standing in yeah. order to get, get the restaurant right. Everybody just kind of left, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, crazy. Yeah, he ended up with it. Uh, he was there till the day he died. Yeah, he was 79. That was 96 or 97. 96, mm-hmm. yeah. 96, February 17th. More from Tony and JC from the Silver Heights Restaurant after we take a little break. Be right back. The Silver Heights Restaurant. Have you been there? I grew up in St. James all the while driving by one of the best things St. James has to offer. Yeah, I know it's shameful, but I made up for it by eating a plate of their ribs and getting to know the owners, Tony and JC, who answered all of my nosy questions. 
did you guys think this is what you'd be doing now? Like, okay, you, you know, you want to do it when you're 13, 14, hanging out, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then we all know how it goes when you're 19, 20 years old. You know, exactly. you always, everybody always wants to leave your parents. Mm-hmm. You want to do something else kind of thing. So what were you thinking at that age? You want to start? Yeah, well, my grandfather. Um, <laughs> I you know start, man. He knows what I wanted. One of the rules my grandfather said to us, my brothers, that uh, he wanted to give us a choice, where my dad didn't have a choice really, but my dad obviously wanted to be there. He wanted uh, Tony and I to get a university degree right. and get out there and see the world first. And uh, if we still want to have a job at the Heights after, it's ours, but have a choice and see what's out there. So, uh, yes, we both did. Both, both went to the University of Winnipeg and uh, he got business because he knew right away to go to the, to go the restaurant route. Right. And I was going towards uh, just law enforcement route. And then, yeah, so I did that for a while and uh, had lots of fun doing it. Uh, a few of our regulars at the Heights were cops, so I got to see firsthand what you do and uh, did some special stuff and some really fun stuff. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. Came back to the Heights. Yeah. <laughs> so I got to basically live both dreams. So, Did you think good. you were going to return? Like while you were going through the process, did you think? Hey. I always knew, but because um, you see, see all firsthand how busy it is all the time. Right. And uh, you're short staff, you lose a cook, you lose a bartender. Um, so you know full well, okay, you got to jump in there. I can't leave them stranded, whatever. And plus I know what to do. So it's whatever. It's like a nature yeah. by now, right? Yeah. Come back and get to work. That's it. Got it. That's pretty much, yeah, right on the money there. I mean, and the problem is you, you nailed it that there's, it pulls you back in. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how you, <laughs> you, know, no matter how <laughs> you try to leave, it, it pulls me back in. in. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So let's, um. Let's talk about the ribs, first of all. Okay. Right? Pretty bold on the sign, and it says, best ribs in town, right? Yeah. Was it, were they always the best ribs in town? Did you always make that, that statement? Did you always claim that? How did it come to that? It was there before we were born. Mm-hmm. So we have no idea how it started. Right. Other than... Uh, Speaking of which, I'm actually going to... Yeah, I'm, jump I'm, in there. I'm, I'm going to eat while These I'm are maple <laughs> whiskey ribs made with, uh, was it CC maple? Yes. Yeah, we yeah. bought whatever was left... They stopped making it, I think. Yeah, so we bought yeah. all the cases that they had left when we found out that they stopped making it. Yeah, it was a good man. But yeah, we make it, you know, whiskey, everything we make from scratch, of course. But uh, and what is this? What is, what is this pack called? That's we called a a large combo combo. And you said you just pump these out. People love this. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, we have a large combo and a small combo. So okay, large so feeds five or six people. Yep. And a small combo about two to three, depending on if you're mingling. If you want dinner, small combo will feed you. Mm-hmm. Maybe two people. Large of four people. Depends on how greedy you are, like me. Yeah. This is the large combo is like we always order the dinner combo. for me. Yeah, yeah. well, you get some the next day, right? And yep. then all that food there is good the next day. Yeah, yeah. it's all real. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, not, it's not vegan friendly. That's for sure. It's, yeah. it's a meatitarian. <laughs> Can't please everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, we had uh, when my dad started out, so fourteen, fifteen. You know, learning how to do all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, the the cooks that kind of left. Where uh, screwing up the ribs or or whatever. I'm not sure the whole story, but all I remember now is that somebody was not doing ribs properly. They hired, they brought in an old girl, lady, uh, that word was cooking for us who left and, you know, she was retired kind of thing and said, we're down to cook. You got to come and show my, my grandpa said, you got to show, show Jimmy how to cook these ribs. So she came back in there and Jimmy was throwing these ribs in some boiling water and. And Jimmy's your dad. Jimmy's our dad. Yeah. We call him Jimmy and Marine. That's her mom yeah. and dad. Uh, anyways, 
So she comes in, watches my dad throw some ribs in a big pot of boiling water and lost her stuff. <laughs> and uh, pulled a grab him by the apron, threw him aside. There's what the hell you think you're doing? Get you know this is not you're not cooking ribs like that. So she took it over and said, no, this is how we're doing it. You know, certain way of doing it. You know, lighting whatever. I can't tell you all that stuff. But anyways, uh, ever since then, we've been doing it that same way. Hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. You know, we have uh, seven different people that do seven different positions of jobs, and that one person knows how to do them. Wow. You know, just uh, it's bizarre. Yeah, so everybody can leave the restaurant, get quit or get fired or whatever, and go and try open up somewhere else. And they go, "Well, how did you, how did you do that step? Well, Joe did that step, and Mary did that step." And, oh, yeah. I got it. Yes, I understand. I get it. Yes, that's actually a good way, right? Yeah, we don't even know how to really do them. Exactly. That's funny. Okay, so I I, I read that one of you guys is going on a trip and had to bring ribs with you. Where was that? And who was that? That was me. Yeah, I had to go to Dominican Republic. And you brought ribs with you. Yeah. You're yeah. joking. No. How come you have to bring them? Ten racks of ribs. The guy that lives out there has a bar. Can you do that? Can you? I had no idea. If anything, the Border Patrol was going to get a lot of good ribs. <laughs> you know, so I would have said no I, just for that reason. I, <laughs> I went there. We had a big, I put on my carry-on. Yep. As, like cooked. Cooked, yeah, pre-cooked. And I wrap them and they, right. you know, kept them nice and foiled them up. Threw my carry-on. Got to uh, customs and they they opened my bag or they put it through and then they said, excuse me, come here. Flag me over. I go there and they go, what is it? They open up the bag. They go, open up your bag. So I open up the bag. Pull these 10 racks of ribs. They go. <laughs> it must have been like, what is this? Yeah. What is that? They go, ribs. Get the drug dog. I'm kidding. Where are you going? Dominican. Why are you, what? They were just looking at me like. What's going on? I, well, I'm going to Dominican, and I was told I got to bring ribs to this one bar that's out there. And I go, I've never. Well, that's it's in, that's insane. But carry on, go on. So they let me go through. And you brought them. Brought them. I got went to a bar called Chris and Maddie's. There's yeah. a local restaurant there. This guy Chris Coates, who used to live out in Brandon or something like that. Anyways, has a bar out there. We went there, and he must have been go. shocked to see you actually. Oh, yeah. had he them. knew. He didn't know we were coming. We just knew that my dad said, if you ever go to Dominican, take some ribs with you. That is funny. We've been, you know, we, we send them off to BC. We send them off to Toronto. We send them off all the time. We just rack them with UPS and go. That is awesome. So, I mean, it's uh, something we, now we do it. Not, not normal. That's not a. It's not a regular thing, thing but whatever. That's kind of yeah, cool. When we get that question. Like when somebody's got a big event or a wedding and they used to live here in Winnipeg. Yep. Well, now they, they either call us to come out there and cook for them or they or they say, can you send some ribs out here? So Are you serious? Can, yeah. Two years ago, my parents would go to Maui every year. Yep. He, had, uh, oh, yeah. he started off with a, he's going to cook. They have a cabana there they all share. And he started off inviting a couple people for a barbecue he's going to throw. And four people led to about 45 people. And uh, so he wanted, he needed ribs. We had to ship of cases of cases and about eight boxes of our special barbecue sauce out there. And, you know, just trying to get that. Packaged and shipped off all those questions, but no, they arrived on time, and uh, yeah, and pictures of videos of them all eating ribs, and yeah. that's uh, awesome. <laughs> that's insane. Wow, it's well, crazy. Um, we talked about about your menu before. Yeah. It's huge. You have a lot of stuff. How do you keep up with everything that's on there? You got a lot of great stuff. I know you guys are going to trim it down. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tough. It's There's tough. probably a lot of people. It's tough one to, to choose things to, to trim off. Yep. But it's going to be really tough because you have a lot of loyal customers. And oh, someone's always going to be mad about what you removed. So oh, how, yeah, you get, how you get every time you switch a menu, we get flack for about two weeks. Where's this? Where's sure. that? So on our computer screen, we still have stuff 
on it from four menus ago because we have to have it. Yep. And uh, I know, yeah, as soon as we switch this one out, it's the exact same thing because I know a few are popular, but. Sure. Yeah. So, guys, switching it out or trimming it down or a little bit of both? Uh, Cleaning it up more, I think, yeah. Yeah, we we have a few new items that we're playing with. You want to know what new menu items Tony and JC are talking about at the Silver Heights restaurant? Stick around. The main ingredient returns in a few minutes. Welcome back to the main ingredient. Tony and JC from the Silver Heights restaurant are here to talk about new things on their menu and tell me in detail about their killer burgers, because I loves me a good burger. We have a, the maple ribs that you're trying today. That's uh, that's new. That's going on the menu. We've got uh, some burgers, new burgers that we're playing with. Uh, called like, are they going to replace the, the blue and gold burger? Well, and blue gold stays. Yeah, what do we get rid of? We got rid of the mini beefer, yeah. which is we still have the beefer, which is a big roast beef sandwich, shaved roast beef, mozzarella. You know, I talk forever about food, but with our new item is the that's lo- what you're here for, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, main ingredient, um, <laughs> the bad hombre. What's that? It's a Mexican burger. What's right. on it? It's got uh, like so, I love burgers. Yeah, like I love them. Okay, you this is love a good this one. one. Okay. All right. So I'm actually recreating one this week tomorrow night when I go back in. I I've, before we touch that, this is how we normally do it. We got our normal Chuck burger. Everything starts off with our normal burger. Right. And then we have, um, what do we got on there? We have a uh, sriracha. Mm-hmm. Uh. Tortilla, like so, uh, red and green and white yeah. uh, nachos, yes. like tortillas, Chopped chips. Up, yeah. On the Chopped burger? Up, on the burger. Uh, on or in? On. On. Top. Okay. top. Yeah. So pick it a gallo on top, like over top of the cheese. Mm-hmm. And then you got the tortilla chips on top of that and a little bit of uh, sriracha sauce mm-hmm. that we make up over there. And that goes on top of that. We have it on the bottom. Is it? Oh, the, the cheese is on the bottom. Yeah. Hang on, this burger exists now? Yeah, on it's your called menu? a bad hombre because when Trump was getting elected, oh, I want to say, yeah. hey, there bad hombres. Yeah, bad hombres. So we <laughs> created a burger for that right reason, right? And uh, so now, but I'm trying one with, I'm making it, we're, we're trying to create the burger for the burger week, mm-hmm. right? Because it's coming up in September. September, right, yeah. We have to have up. it in before July 30th, kind of thing, and last year. Oh, wow, that's early, hey? Yeah, well, we get it in there, they take the pictures, they get them promoted, whatever they, whatever they got to do, they got to do. Yep. Last year's burger was the Memphis burger, and What's on that? Uh, it's uh, ribs. Uh-huh. Ribs on the burger. On the burger, mm-hmm. yeah. That's your burger is your ribs, and it's deboned, right? So we just take. Oh the, yes, I like that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. But you don't serve that. That was just for that week. No, it's on the menu. Yeah. Sold, is it really? So many. Yeah. This is uh, dumb. I'm gonna have to try so many things. Yeah. Nine hundred burgers, you... something like that, in uh, a week. Yeah. That's how many you guys kicked out. Yeah, Memphis burgers. Now it's the most pain in the ass burger to make. Because <laughs> you got to take all these bones off, right? You're like, what? Did I was not that most. So every time someone guy. orders it, that's, what's, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Debone the ribs. Well, yeah, we one guy's continuously just sitting there deboning ribs. Yeah. So, anyways, we sold so many of those that we had, that had to go on the menu, right? Because everybody was saying it's got Memphis sauce, which we create, and it's uh, like a. Coleslaw. Coleslaw. See, now I don't, know, I don't know what I'm going to try. And, you know, I had. Seven days a week, seven different burgers. That's craziness, man. Wow. Okay, good. I can't believe. You've been serving these burgers this whole time, and I have not been eating them. That is so bad. <laughs> Let's talk about the front of the house staff. You guys have loyal um, staff members. Also, you told me the story of the Debbie two. Carol, yeah. Yes, let's yeah. let's hear about that. It's yeah, just right? funny. I la- I literally laughed on the way home after that. Yeah, well, we laugh at them too. <laughs> yeah. They've been there longer than we've been born together, put together. Which I love it. How long have they been here? I don't know. They've yeah, always been here. They've yeah. been here. <laughs> That's the answer, right? Well, that was it. You know, I was telling you that I was, you know, I go to a buddy of mine's house, Clint's, uh, and we sit at his bar. And you know, I, I, I go there to vent. 
about stuff that happened at the restaurant or that, that just happened recently, you know. And, well, what's your, like, who's your longest? Yeah, must have people that stay there long. Like, yeah, we've got Debbie and Carol. They've been there forever. Well, how many years? I don't know. They've always been there. Ever since I started going to, you know, going there. They I love always that. Served. How long? I don't know. So we, so I, I made it a mission to find out how long they've been there. So we went in our sheds and we have buckets and buckets of payroll books or blue books that we used. Buckets, and they were going back to you know seventies, and and you know they had one bucket full of like thirty books that were back you know they were just there, and I'm looking. So I, instead of going through all of them, I went to the for earliest one, like restaurant documents. Yeah, just payroll books. Right, right. The rest of the stuff. So we we burnt those a long time ago. <laughs> Anyways, uh, look for the earliest book, and it was uh, seventy two. Their names are there. Craziness. And I was like, so I I'm like I can't get anymore. So I go to my our dad. I go, Jimmy, what? Debbie and Carol. Like, how long have they been here? They've always been there. <laughs> well, I mean, you must have hired them. I don't think so. I think they've always been there. They came with the building. You know, like, I'm not sure. They, <laughs> they go, well, that's impossible. Goes, I know, but, you know, they, this, they're always there. I go, so we did. So we, we, we just kind of pulled the name, a number out of the hat. So that, well, it's been more than 30 years. So at least we know that they've been here 30 years. We got to do something for them. So me and him got together. We had one server that was working for us, Trina. She was working for a, um, a travel agency. And I didn't want to do a watch. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to do a plaque. We didn't want to do... It's be, yeah, yeah. After that long, it's... throw in the cupboard and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a cup or anything, a clock, whatever. You know, that's, I didn't care for that stuff. So we, we you know, what's, what are they worth to us? Well, what can we do? You know, so anyways, talk back and forth, back and forth. We managed to... Find a trip for both of them, Caribbean cruise for a week for five thousand dollars. That's awesome. It seemed like that was not even enough mm. to give. So mm-hmm. we did a, we we got the trip. You know, mm-hmm. we got a big plaques made and all that kind of stuff. And then we invited all Carol's friends that she used to work for, Filmer Riley, the law firm, all the friends, all the customers that she serves, her husband who's probably never been in the building. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and her, you know, her daughter, her grandchildren, children, you know, and then Debbie, all her, her family, son, yeah. all her sons work for us. Debbie's got three kids. They all, all work for you. They all used to work for us. Yep. You know, Ryan, Brock, Tyler. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Lindsay's the only one that got away from us. Her daughter and she would have been. She's the only one we wanted working for yeah. us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we'll try you then. Yeah. I guess. Oh, okay, <laughs> you too. Do. <laughs> so, anyways, they, you know, the, her husband and her friends and the blah blah blah. The whole entire bar was full of just their friends, and so Friday night, they came in and the regular, you know, and laughing and giggling and talking. This is their night out. Is working at the Heights Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It's their free time, social time. They work all week at their other jobs, till they get to the nights, and then they have fun. Yep. Right. So. They 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 show they 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 they, they show that they I don't know how that word I'm looking for but that that's what the, their aura is is mm-hmm. all about fun. So anyway, long story short, they walk in, and I said, you know what? Uh, listen, it's about six o'clock, and I go, you know what? Debbie, somebody's in the bar that wants to see you. They supposedly they work with you a long time ago. Oh, okay, well I'm busy. Let's don't worry. We'll somebody else will take care of that table. Well, I just got there. Like she's got her food in her hands. I go, just put the food down. Somebody else will take care of your table. This is uh, this girl says she's got to leave right now. And she wants to see you, so we pull them over. And Carol, somebody's over here. And wants anyway. Long story short, they come in, and they start saying hi to everybody. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Before they get to the stage, and me and him are sitting there like, yeah, it's taking forever. <laughs> uh, can you move it, ladies? Yeah. Come on. Let's. Uh, can you stop shaking hands and hugging? 
So they go, what? They came up to the stage. And go, Daddy Carol, come up to upstep. And we did our big speech. And here's what presented them. And they almost fainted, you know. And well, you gave them first uh, two letters to read at the same time. Oh, supposed yeah, to read right, out loud. Right, yep. right. And it was, it was showing what they were giving to them. Right. But one would start reading. The other one stopped reading. So they just kept laughing. And one would start, the other would stop, and then say, okay, where are we now? And the, the whole bar is like, oh, my God. We're, we're like, hurry up. Get to the good part. So finally, read the whole letter, and then you don't get it. And Tony's like, well, read it again, but quicker. And then they're so both reading it. And then uh, trip to this place, whatever, on a cruise without your family, blah, blah, blah. And they both look at each other, and they're balling their heads off. We're balling our heads off. And. It was good. That's yeah. awesome. That's I'm saying cool, get right? back and serve your tables. I get back to work. The neat thing is their they're friends, the customers that uh, they served all the time, yep. came to us afterwards and said, listen, what cruise are they going to? And and uh, you know, we gave them Trina's name, and they booked, like 20 of them booked a trip, or that, that same cruise. So when they went on that cruise, well, there's 20 of their friends. That is even, oh, them, my God, know? that's that's killer. That made hey. their, it just... Uh, Neatest thing, and we we're so happy we did it. Now they've been there forty years. And yeah. Forty. Now, now they're getting their hat. T-shirt. There's a black or whatever it is. Wrong that's, that's what you get. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, you know what? We're gonna wrap up. So let's give give people some basic information on where you guys are located, your hours, and how they get a hold of you if they want to. Right. Two one six nine Portage Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, just uh, west of uh, Cinnamon Park and Deer Lodge Hospital, heart of sunny St. James. Yeah. SilverHeightsRestaurant.ca is our website. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everything. Snapchat. Anyway, thanks for coming in, guys. Absolutely, yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. This is excellent. No problem. We're just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's, that's it? Chapter, chapter one. That's chapter one. Let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> they actually were just getting started. Thanks to Tony and JC for sharing the incredible history of Silver Heights Restaurant, and thanks to Chef Brian, the in-store chef at Sobeys Extra for sharing their mason jar salad recipe and for talking about how to cook the perfect steak. And thank you for listening. We'll talk next week on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.